Internet radio broadcast live and direct from Straight Stuff Studios. Are we going with Straight Up Studios? Straight Stuff sounds good. Yeah, Straight Stuff. Straight Stuff. We've got a great show here for you tonight. We're into our second year. This is our, our, I believe, our first show of a a new year of our broadcasting. Show number, I'm just making this up here, but I'm going to say show number uh, episode 60. So thanks for for joining us. Thanks for being with us. I want to pass you to our, uh, our esteemed host, Mr. Rick Atwater. Thank you, Chris. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Recovery Internet Radio and our show, Straight Stuff on Addictions. Our tag tonight is Communication with the Other Side. And for those of you who think this is about mediums and stuff like that, it's not. (laughs) We're not going to be talking to anybody, any uh, deceased people this evening. At least I don't think so. Not that we know of. Not that we know of. And our guests tonight are Chris R. and Mike. I don't know your last name, so I don't use your initial, but we'll just go with Mike. (laughs) Mike L. Hey, guys. Thanks for coming. Okay. Chris R. and Mike L. Uh, Thanks for joining us tonight, where we are every Sunday night at 8 o'clock. And thanks to our engineer, Chris, who's holding this thing together, more or less. And uh, let's see, remember to uh, check out recoveryinternetradio.com for all of our archive shows, um, and you can also get the current show um, live at recoveryinternetradio.com. That is recoveryinternetradio.com. Thank you. We're going to probably say that a few more times tonight. Yeah, feel free. We can, you know, if you're listening live, you know, if you've got questions, give us a call. It's uh, 323-792-2977. We can we can do that live. We can also you know answer uh, any questions you might have via Twitter at Rick Atwater, uh, and we check that live during the show as well. So you know, go ahead, get a little, get tweety. Did we did did uh, did you really just say that? I, I can't believe it either, but it happened. Did uh, did we get did we get any more? Did you notice if we had any more followers after you uh, added? Um, who, who else did you add? Last week, uh, uh, Bradshaw, John yeah. Bradshaw, and uh, in uh, NPR. Yeah. Any, any? Did you notice anything? With two more followers. Yeah. Wow, we're I knocking know. them out. We are killing them. Watch out. Okay. All right. We have a couple of plugs, and then we'll get going here. Um, we have uh, uh, some friends of ours are in a band called Double Take, and uh, they're um, really a fun uh, band. They do. 60s, 70s, current music, good dance music. Um, did you happen to look where their latest gig is? I think they have one coming up, I want to say May 24th, but you can check their website. That's uh, doubletakechicago.com. Yeah, yeah, check their website. They're a lot of fun. Good, uh, you know, good dance band. Um, and we also have a friend who has a has a business called Dirty Laundry Designs. Um, card, fresh cards for addiction and recovery. And you can contact them at dirtylaundrydesigns.com. That's Colleen, for those of you who know Colleen. And their uh, Colleen's phone number is 815-245-1209. So, so 
that's our that's our little that's our little get started stuff. So let's get going with with you guys, like, um, you know, you you kind of famous guys now. So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have to we have to tread you know we have to tread carefully. I don't want to we don't want to jump you with any heavy duty hardball questions. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> We don't have any, so I don't think you have to. I, th I don't think you have to worry. I think we're good. So, um, you know, so you guys have got a place called the Other Side. Yeah. And uh, yeah, um, we've heard a, we've heard a lot about it. And uh, but my first, I guess, my first question to you guys would be: Can you talk a little bit about what you know what got you into this in the first place? Like, give us the give us the history. And we, whatever of your history you'd like to add to that, we'd be happy to hear. Sure. Um, well, I guess, uh, I mean, I got sober. I mean, obviously, uh, this all is a result of me living a sober lifestyle as mm -hmm. well as other people. But mm -hmm. um, I got sober in uh, September 20th, 2009. Uh, heroin addiction, pretty much all of the above. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, I think... I don't know, probably a couple, two years, I was I don't know, probably sober for like two years or so, and I have, uh, well, backtrack, I started a construction company when I was newly sober, three months sober maybe, and... Um, you have no shortage of energy, do you, Chris? No, no. <laughs> and, uh, you didn't waste any time. I did not. It was, uh, I got sober and it was immediately handed on plug full of responsibilities, <laughs> but, uh, and this, the construction company was just it was successful um from the first year and it's still what i do um but it, it the construction company you know progressed into a place where we had a, a contract with uh bank of america doing foreclosures mm -hmm. property maintenance so when foreclosure come on the market we'd come out and do you know the empty the pipes you know all the maintain the yard the snow in the winter and stuff like that and we would uh, uh and that contract fell through about like a year and a half ago, but I, I had this warehouse in, uh, in Crystal Lake uh, over by Next Pizza that I had the trailers for that maintenance contract. And um, But when that fell through, I sold the trailers and I sold all the equipment, the lawnmowers, snowblowers, yeah. and all that stuff. And, and then I was left with this empty space, but you know I was in there for a couple year lease, so I wasn't going anywhere. And I, the front office was really nice. And um, so I used that for the construction company, and so you kept going. It's just that that individual contract, yeah, and that support. that led up, which yeah. left us with all the space, and yeah. uh, which kind of brings us. We we started hanging out there, um, you know, some of the guys that I got sober with, Mikey included here, and I, uh, you know, as that progressed, it was like 15 people, and we <laughs> added like, uh, and we bought some speakers, and we installed some speakers in there, and we had a card table. We played cards there on Friday night, and then it was like 20 people. And it was like 30 people, and it was like 40 people, and then it was like the play, and it was just a warehouse. There was literally nothing in it. I mean, other than we had threw a bag set in there, but it wasn't done up, and there was no bells and whistles to it at all. It was just a concrete floor with cinder block walls and an mm -hmm. upstairs wood floor. Yeah, I and mean, it was nothing, but it was a place. Yeah, it was a place to go and just kind of socialize and acoustics stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there was really nothing too special about it. Right. But, um, me and Mike went out to, uh, to Las Vegas and, um, for a convention out there. It was a convention for people who are in recovery of some sort. And 
out there, we met some people from Los Angeles. Would this be like a roundup? Yeah, something similar to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, a young person. It was like a young people conference. Yeah. And, um, is the west, well, the Western area conference, mm-hmm. and uh, me and Mike were out there, and we met, you know, met some cool people, and I. Uh, you're from out there, aren't you? Is that where you're from? No, no, no. You're from here? Yeah, I'm from closer to the city. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, but so we went out there and met some cool people, and by the end of the weekend, um, I was invited back out to Los Angeles the following weekend um, by some of the guys for a conference that was out there, and they wanted me to share my story and some mm-hmm. things out there. And When I was out there, I, I visited this, uh, there's this organization called uh, Straight Edge, and they host sober parties. Hmm. And the non-12-step affiliated mm-hmm. organization, they they just had sober parties, and I went to... The people, Always in the same place, or... or uh, well, they, they had a... They had opened the place and they had actually outgrew it into a, and they were having their events. They were actually have to uh, rent out like the Marriott Convention Center and they were having like a thousand to twelve hundred people. I think the one I was at, there was like nine hundred people there and it was sponsored by Monster Energy Drink. I mean, it was the real deal. And I mean, three big name DJs were there. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a, and it was an awesome time. So I went out there and I was like, this is, you know, this is awesome. And it, literally it was just about, mm-hmm having sober parties, whether you're in recovery and AA or NA or any of that stuff, or you're just sober because that's a lifestyle choice that you've made. They didn't care. You know, it was just, yeah. if you're sober, come hang out. Yeah. Um, you don't have to show your uh, 12-step card. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. And it was, so that was really cool yeah. for me to see. And I kind of, and I came back and then I kind of put two and two together that, yeah. you know, there's really no reason why, you know, Chicagoland couldn't have something, an organization very similar to that. Um, that's just solely focused on having sober fun, really. And yeah. um, so me and that's what you guys were already doing anyway, right? Yeah. And then so I, I figured, before I forget, did you have you guys had any knocks on the door uh, from sponsorship from energy drink companies and stuff like that or um, any of that? We have had yeah some smaller energy drink, energy yeah. drink companies, but we wanted to get Red Bull, but I don't know if you remember like the last thing that Red Bull sponsored. It was like. The man jumping out of the outer space, like skydiving from outer space. Oh, <laughs> yeah. is that? Is that? That, when was, you they, that, that was the Red Bull thing. Yeah, Red Bull yeah, spot paid for that. that. So, okay, so I kind of, we kind of felt a little inadequate. Yeah, <laughs> maybe Water Joe. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, or something. So we're still working on that. But um, so after we came back from LA, we um, we decided to form uh, kind of we we named it the other side, and then we decided that. And we kind of came up with a business model about uh, that we were going to form a non-for-profit organization. Well, I, I'm, you know, everybody probably asks you this, but I got to ask because mm-hmm. I don't really know why the other side. Where'd that come from? The other, the actual name, the other side. Yeah. Um, it was weeks of back and forth and bantering on what we could call it, um, and we finally came up with with the other side just because it's. Um, it came from one of our goals, which is to. Um, you know, change like the the stigma associated with sober living. So yeah. this would be the other side. I get of it. What's the, of what's standard? You know, our society today is very reliant on right. drugs and alcohol, and that's kind of the norm. Right. And so this is other, the other side of that. The other side of that. So, and that's where it came from. Yeah, I like it. Plus, it, plus it sounds like when you get a group of 
recovering people together to try to get them to agree on anything. If, yeah. they, if they agreed on something, I'd run with it, right? Yeah, so. that's really where I was. Like, just call it the other side. Yeah, yeah. let's go. Let's so, ride. So then it was, it was pretty cool because you'd be surprised how many times you say the other side. Yeah. yeah. So you say it a lot. Um, so we were, I don't know. We'll we, try to say it a couple more times yet tonight. Sure. Yeah. Twice. We, um, so yeah, I, I, I came back from Los Angeles and I uh, was kind of fired up to get this going. And it was me and Mike and Evan, uh, Evan McLean and Brady Coleman. Um, I'm sure you guys know Brady, but, uh, so yeah. we got this. Yeah. We, he's been on the show. Actually. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And Steve Staley and, and if, a few other people just name dropping here, but sure. <laughs> sure. We, um, so we, 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 we picked up a not-for-profit organization that was kind of dissolved that one of our other friends had gone through to try and open. His idea was to open a, some sort of treatment center. And yeah. so we picked up that uh, that not-for-profit status. He'd already, he'd already got the he'd already uh, got everything with the state. 501c3 or so, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah so we, we redid the bylaws, sent them to the state, got them approved and everything like that, and redid the mission statement. Because um, the, the, the core goals were very in line with what we were trying to do with the not-for-profit. Mm-hmm. And um, so then, you know, we got that going, and uh, and we started the other side. We had our first party. It was like 80 or 90 people showed up, and it was a really good time, but it was minimal. Um, and then uh, we started having parties, like events, mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And, on week- like just on weekends? or Yeah, on, on weekends, and then yeah. people would just be hanging out there, and yeah. it, it, more structure started coming to it. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't. Uh, it, it just started to kind of take its own mm-hmm. um, life, and uh, eventually Steve, which is one of the guys, he had uh, he had his band play there, and over 200 people showed up. And then the city of Crystal Lake was like, no, like this, <laughs> yeah. this is not happening yeah. here. Yeah. Red I mean, Violent. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's that, his band. yeah, that's yeah. his band, and they played, and way too many people showed up, and. We uh, and the building commissioner came by and he's like, "This is all cool and everything, but you have 200 people here. There's one bathroom. I don't even know if you have a fire alarm system. I don't, you know, there's no panic hardware. There's you can't do this here." So they shut us down promptly. Yeah. And um, but and then we went. Uh, then we were really motivated to actually do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and then this is where we really got. I mean, we you really know, got serious about it. But I would I would have to say, you know, everybody. Let's just say everybody wouldn't wouldn't be you know there'd be people that would go oh well we're you know we're 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 screwed we don't sure. have the we yeah don't had have a good the, run you know? yeah yeah I mean but that wasn't what what you did so. yeah no that wasn't um, which is surprising but yeah yeah we do, we took it and we uh, we filed a peti- we got a petition to rezone the unit that we were in from a and that's not easy to do no it was not. It's not easy to do, and the city had very—they had very yeah. legitimate reasons to not let us do it. Yeah, um, and uh, it was a process. It was a really long process, and it was much more than any of us signed up for. But we had uh, so what so we you did, had to go in front of the zoning zoning oh, we, we board had to go through a couple of times. The building commission first with oh, the engineering okay. department through every. It was one meeting, and we had to pitch our idea to this to the city council, not not city council do the building commissioner with the building commissioner and you know everybody else who's involved with the city right and um and then they made their recommendation to the city council with the mayor yeah and all the seizures and did they recommend it and they did um mm-hmm. and they recommended us for uh a special use variance which would be to remove the manufacturing zoning and 
set it to assembly zoning, which is what a bar mm-hmm. would be zoned as in a commercial unit. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we went to our meeting uh, with uh, the mayor and everybody in Crystal Lake, and they actually they put it through right away. Mm-hmm. And then they handed us a list of shit to do. It was ridiculous. Uh-huh. I mean, it was ridiculous. Right. There was yeah. Uh, we're all we're all about you now. Do this. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what it was. Right. Yeah. Here's your opportunity, but it's not going to be easy. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't. It's like, a, what kind of stuff did you have to do? Well, <laughs> it's nice <laughs> to be able to list. talk about. You have no idea how nice it is to be able to talk about this in the past. Oh, I can imagine. You yeah. know, because every yeah. interview I've had up until this point has been like. We're working on. What, we're working on. What roadblock are you in front of at the moment? Right. Like, everything. Yeah, because you guys opened officially last week, right? Uh, yeah, last weekend. Last yeah. Saturday. So. But um, jump through all the hoops. We had installed a fifteen thousand dollar heating and air conditioning unit on the roof. Uh, there was five thousand dollars for a new bathroom. There was electric. Most of the electrical had to get redone. Um, Fire code upgrades, fire alarm system, sprinkler system. There was a lot. There was. It ended up being just under fifty thousand dollars worth of work. And did you guys raise all that money? Yeah, we funded it all. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it took about. We got shut down in October. And we opened in April. So. Yeah. Well, in April. Is it April? Yeah. Yeah. April, that last weekend in April. Yeah. Um, but the whole process, it was. Uh, it was, I mean, it was cool because... Yeah, you know, I mean, I got to I gotta say... I skipped a whole lot of stuff in the middle of there because there's so many just unique circumstances that came about. Like, we would be, we would be, you know, the city would give us, like, bits and pieces yeah. at a time. Right. And it was like, oh, this is impossible. We'll never get this done. Like, how are we going to get a $15,000 heating and air conditioning unit? Right. Like, it's ridiculous. And then how are we going to resupport the roof? And how are we going to get a crane to put it on the roof? And uh, and they just things came, you know. And, and we just reached out to people, and it was like we were just given enough to what we could handle each mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. and it added up, and it was it was successful. And then like Fox Valley Fire helped us out, and they came in and just installed the fire alarm for us, and we had a still didn't even know who the sprinkler guy is who came in and did it, but I reached out to some sprinkler guy and he said, yeah, come help you guys out. And he showed up one day and it was done. The sprinkler guy. Yeah, yeah. the sprinkler guy. I have no so thank you, guy. sprinkler guy. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I still is, I don't know. And, um, I, and, uh, and then the heating and air conditioning unit was a friend of a friend of a friend who owns a heat, heating and air conditioning company happened mm-hmm. yeah, happened to be going to a meeting with his supply reps from Goodman, and Goodman's like, yeah, we'll help these guys out, and he, they gave us the unit for like thirty four hundred bucks, which was like seven thousand dollars off, <laughs> and they gave us like a free economizer and the thermostat and the curb and everything, and then and then we found somebody to install it for us and cut the hole in the roof and. It's just a bunch of little pieces that put together. Yeah, or not so little pieces, actually, yeah. right? Yeah, no, it wasn't. Unbelievable. And, then, and it was countless man hours. I mean, we put in... Did you guys do some did, of the work yourself? We did, you guys? we did, other than the major, like, the, other than the heating and air conditioning, the stuff that was totally out, you needed yeah. a license to do. Yeah. And even some, some of the stuff that you didn't need a license yeah. to do, we did. Yeah. I mean... All the carpentry, I mean, everything. If you go in there, it's really, really nice. I mean, 
it's it's a nice bar. I mean, it would be if you were to walk in. It, I mean, it rivals any bar in Crystal Lake, hmm. quality wise. So yeah, and um, so yeah, we put in long, long, long hours. There was there was <laughs> points where we had beds set up in there working like through the night. We had the last weekend that we uh, that we were before we were open because we were doing construction literally two days before we opened, yeah. and it, we were there for something like ninety six hours nonstop. Just not even didn't. How, and how many of all of those guys that you named and were you? Yeah, there? and a- yeah. Aaron Cutler. AJ, I don't know if you've ever met AJ, but AJ, yeah, I know man, AJ. He put in some serious work man. in that place, mm-hmm. like dedicated. He put his entire life aside to make sure that we got open, as well as all of us. But he sure. really put in some work. And yeah. um, obsessions can be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it was a process, but I, I wouldn't. It was totally necessary. Yeah, because we wouldn't be half the organization that we are now. Um, and we've been, we've, we meet every Wednesday. We have our board meeting for the nonprofit every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. We haven't missed it ever. I mean, since we started doing it. And do you meet there months. at the other side? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we've really got things together. I mean, we would have never, if the city wouldn't have uh, made us go through the, the, all the hoops to make the changes, one, it wouldn't be nearly as nice as it is now, it probably wouldn't have succeeded, uh, and we wouldn't have got any of the press that we've gotten uh, because the the first Chicago Tribune article that was written that really started everything was a result of the public hearing that we had to go through. Yeah, sure. One of the Chicago Tribune reporters picked up on that. Yeah, and uh, and then they personally interviewed. I know I'm jumping back and forth, but then they personally interviewed like me and Mike and Steve and and the guys involved and got to know like our personal stories of recovery. Yeah. And and then how it was all coming together to do this, and the Chicago Tribune reporter thought it was just amazing. What and do you think? What do you think it was that that caught their attention so so much? That I think uh, she had a seventeen year old daughter. She lived in Algonquin and had a seventeen. The daughter. the reporter for the trip. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and she was just so excited to see. I think just like the action behind it because mm-hmm. it was like. It wasn't an idea of like in the future. It was like it was here's, here's the you know here's what we want to do and we're going right. to do it right now. Right. And, and it, well, you, you're in front of the city council. You're going. You're doing. You're putting the yeah. And it's air just something that it's yeah, not a bunch. I mean, a bunch we're of, all 22, 23, 24. Yeah. And it's not like we have immense amount of resources or any of us come from large amounts of money or anything like that. And it's just some project that we're doing. We just right. really put the effort into making it happen. So, and then and the more, you know, the more she kind of got to know us, the more she was like personally invested in it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then she called us, she called us on Saturday. She said, Hey, we're, I actually got it on the Sunday paper in the Chicago Tribune. And, uh, and you were saying it was the same, was, it was the same paper that Obama, the day that Obama got inaugurated yeah. for a second for a second term. Right. And it was the section one, article one of yeah. the Sunday paper. Oh, the Sunday Chicago Tribune. Right. Two point eight million copies were yeah, on the paper. Yeah, a lot. Of, a lot right. of visibility. Sure. Yeah, and it was it was huge mm-hmm. for us. And we got almost five hundred phone calls in two days from from that. Wow. Yeah. It, I mean, 
It was crazy. I mean, from all over the country. Too. Oh, not just not just local, but all over the place. Oh, and we we had I think we had calls from we had calls from New Zealand. We had calls from <laughs> all, I mean all over the place. They're, they're looking for something like this. There. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right. What do they? What do they? What do they look? What, what do they want? They want to know how you did it, or they want to just congratulate there was, yeah, you? Yeah, there was or? a lot of congratulations. Like this is a really great idea. You know, we support you guys and what you're doing. This is in need in our community. I hope it catches on. Uh, a lot of stuff like that. You know, I'm really interested in like why. You know, I mean, I I think the city could have gone. Could have gone the other way with this. Oh, pretty, very, pretty very, easy. Very easily. Why do you think they, it before it even started? Yeah. Why do you think they didn't? Well, because it is a positive thing. I mean, this is something where we are trying to benefit the community. And yeah. They see that they just wanted us to go about it properly. Yeah, we presented it in a way that was that was reasonable and and it made sense. Sure. So it wasn't an outrage. I mean, and they had never had problems with us before because we had told the city what we were doing from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's your space. Do whatever you want with it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but then, then when like, it got big, right, then we got... Like, all right, all right. So it wasn't like... Yeah. Well, I mean, the cops... I mean, there was one instance um, that we were all hanging out there, and there's another building unit on the corner over by Coleman's Bar, and uh, some of the guys that were hanging out at the other side that night heard this lady scream. And, uh, and they all ran over there, and... This guy was pulling this girl out of her, out of her car and beating her, mm-hmm. and um, and these guys and the guys that were hanging out the other side stopped it and mm-hmm. called the police and held this guy down until the police got there, mm-hmm. and he actually ended up being charged for attempted murder because mm-hmm. of how bad he had you know beaten her. And mm-hmm. I mean, I mean that was just like one instance, and I mean they they knew the police had been there a while and they had been there a few times and they had talked to us. And, mm-hmm. So, so they knew what was going they on. They knew that was going on, and they they knew like the quality of the people that were hanging out there. It wasn't just like a bunch of criminals, you know, hanging out. Right. Well, right. Well, I mean, it was. Well, it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of. It wasn't. I've always thought it'd be funny to like. Not current. To run the. I, yeah, I think it'd always be funny to run on one of our events to run the license plates in the parking lot. <laughs> see what kind of. See what dis- kind of stuff comes up. Disaster. Yeah. <laughs> so I take it like a. Hilarious. Huh? Like a. Like a felony doesn't doesn't knock you out of the box yeah, for, no. for working at the other side. No, well, that's okay. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, no, no, the no. board would have to be dissolved. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Okay, but you know, I mean, so that's part of what you're saying is the city knew knew about you, knew that you mm-hmm. you guys were committed to you know staying sober. That it was a sober deal, and yeah, yeah, yeah. There's okay. a few occasions where the police you know stopped by before we were rezoned and. Looked in, they're like, oh, you know, not drinking, not doing anything wrong. Right. It's just that one time where we had an obnoxious amount of people. (laughs) (laughs) That was with the band. Yeah. Yeah. That was with Steve's band. Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. things just kind of, you know, and then things just moved on from that point. Um, And then it was, you know, me and Steve got to do a Saturday morning interview with WGN Studios, downtown Chicago, you know, right on Michigan Avenue, 15 minutes right. live with Bill Moeller and, like, huge publicity. Mm-hmm. And then after that, the Northwest Herald, and then it was the Daily Herald, mm-hmm. and then it was the Sun-Times, and then it was... And, and then the Daily Herald article, which actually ran on the front page of the Sunday paper, 
That's the, the one that I front front page. Yeah. I don't know. You have, might have the Northwest Herald one, but yeah, I think that's what the Daily yeah. Herald was. Uh, that one. That's the Northwest. That's the Northwest. The Daily Herald is the one that caused everything to go viral, um, like across the country, and it was on. Um, it it made its way to almost every newspaper. Yeah, every major, yeah, yeah, every major newspaper in in the, in the country it yeah. showed up in. Yeah, it was in it was in the Trenton Times. Yeah, ABC, I, and then we were on. It was uh, ABC Morning News. I mean, the, they did yeah. a, a a bit at like nine in the morning, Saturday morning, right? I mean, Sunday morning. So what? Why do you think? What was? What's the? What was the popular? What were people attracted to about this? Uh, I I feel like it's been done before. But it's not been done like this, I guess. There's, we're, it's apparently there's something unique about the way yeah. we've gone about it. Yeah. What uh, do you think that is? I think it's the sober bar type, because we call it. We didn't call it a sober bar. Kind of the pub, the publicity called it a sober bar. Yeah, sure. And I wanted to ask you about that. We didn't that, really you know, know how yeah. what to call it, really, because we don't. We didn't really like sober bar. We didn't really, but we definitely didn't like nightclub without alcoholic beverages either. That's our city variant. That's what it says in our city uh, variants, our special use variants. What? Nightclub without alcoholic beverages. Nightclub without. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I'm with so you. So we didn't like that at all. Either. No. But I mean, what do you call? Well, what do you call it? Yeah. You know, we don't want a rec center. No, because we didn't we we weren't sugarcoating anything. We didn't you know we didn't want this to be a pl- like a place to where people are like, oh that's cute. You're hanging mm-hmm. out in our little rec center. You guys got sure. your little spot. Like right. we wanted it to be a place where you could go pick up chicks. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> like you wanted. Right. I mean, we wanted it to be like a bar, just right. the same exact atmosphere as a bar that people are attracted to. That social. Sure. You know the social life because that's where people that's what people your your age are going to be doing. Yeah, yeah. So they're not going to a sober bar; they're going to be going to a non-sober one. Yeah, and that's what or, we wanted. To do. Yeah, um, because uh, you know the concept behind it is just is a lot of us. You know, we want to go out and we want to socialize and do all that same stuff. And there's thousands of people our age in some sort of recovery or just choose not to drink and. Sure. Um, but there's nowhere to go. There's really nowhere. Where do you go? You you go to the movie theater, you go to the bowling alley. But if you hang out, I mean, if you hang out with me and Mike and our group of friends, there's 40 of us. We're, I mean, we're not going to all go to the bowling alley. It's a disaster, <laughs> and it gets boring. You know, yeah. you can't go to somebody. How many house. times can you go to the bowling alley? Yeah, I mean, really. I've yeah, that quite a few times. And, you know, and, <laughs> right. And you can't go to somebody's house. You, I mean, you can't fit 40 people in an apartment. Well, I can't tell you how many times I've heard from people, you know, in your age group. There's nothing to do. What, are we, what am I going to do? But specifically about meeting people. That's the, that was, that's the thing, mm-hmm. like meeting people, you know, date, you know, dating stuff, meeting other, you know, that's normal the thing. normal things. There should be yeah. another option. Yeah. If you want to go out on a Friday sure. or Saturday night, there should be an option sure. other than yeah. to go out and drink. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just what we're trying to, like, at the other side, and the other side is just a part of, of the not-for-profit. The not-for-profit is called New Directions Addiction Recovery Services. And so the other side is one piece of that. And then we've got an awareness program that speaks in high schools, mm-hmm. which is called Wake the Nation. And the goals with the other side is, one, to just provide a substance-free environment for, in the community. Uh, two is just is to unify the sober community uh, because there's, there's pockets of people 
all over the Chicagoland area that are sober through 12-step programs, that are sober through just church-based, you know, there's people like, you know, like my younger brother, he just, he, he saw my lifestyle, he just said that's not something that I'm ever going to do, and he just doesn't drink, he doesn't drug, and he never has, and he, as far as he's concerned, he never will. Yeah. And, um, you know, and but there's nowhere... You know, there's nowhere there's for no everybody to get together. There's no single unified place for people. Exactly. So we're trying to provide that, right. that spot. And at the same time, it it, it gives a, a, it makes it okay. I don't know how, yeah. how to say it. Well, it and that's it advocates third, for recovery yeah, or it advocates third, for sobriety. Our third and final goal is to remove the stigma associated with sober living. Yeah. So and those so those are our three goals that we're trying to do, you know, with the other side. Well, let's let's that's a good place to, to break. Let's take a break. Um we're gonna play. Um, we're gonna play. What are we gonna play? I think we're gonna play. Uh, break, break on, on through, through to, to uh, the other side. <laughs> you know, <laughs> seemed seemed like the right thing to do. So we're gonna play that. And how, how much uh, gives us uh, three yeah, or four two, minutes? Yeah, two three minutes. Enjoy the enjoy the music. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll be uh, right back with you with Recovery Internet Radio. You know the day destroys the night, night divides the day. Try to run, try to hide, break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side, break on through to the other side, yeah. We chased our pleasures here, dug our treasures there. Done some really awesome things and have uh, you know brought 
it brought a, a great service to life, um, you know, through some through some hardships and some challenges and uh, perseverance and hard work and, uh, you know, positive momentum. So welcome back. Uh, again, you can always ask us anything during the show or at any time at Rick Atwater via Twitter, or you can give us a call right now on the air at 323-792-2977. So feel free to reach out and we'll, you know, ask us whatever might be. And you on your mind. And if you call in, you don't. You can actually speak to the guests. You don't have to talk to either you or me. No, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd rather speak to our guests personally. You know. Yeah. Hey, but it's up to you. That's what we're all about. So uh, we'll we'll get get right back to it here. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna mention um, when we were talking about the when we were talking about the newspapers, you know, the stuff that was going around. We and I mentioned this before the show, but we were in we were on the East Coast on. Uh, it was a couple. Of, it was a couple of weeks ago, so it must have been shortly after this hit the Northwest mm-hmm. paper, and uh, and we're we're in uh, Hamilton, New Jersey, and I'm drinking my coffee and reading the Saturday paper at my brother's house. It's a Trenton. It's the Trenton Times, and there's there it is. That's pretty much what. Pretty much what it is. Yeah. I think it was the same. Is this what they? Um, that was the Northwest Herald. I think the funniest one we've gotten so far was uh, we had a um, uh, a journalist call us from Amsterdam saying he was going to do a story on us, and he called us up and literally said he's like, "Oh, this is the story. I know you guys probably won't be able to read it because it's in Dutch, but this is the story." <laughs> and there's a picture. Of what did they What did they use? One of the One of these pictures, like of, of uh, Chris or? Uh... Uh, no, they used one of a, a picture of actually one of our events. Yeah. Um, it was just uh, one of our dances, so it was a picture of. Where did they, Where did they get the pics? Did... We have pictures online. We do have a website uh, that we have online with, you know, pictures and kind of what we're trying to do and everything. Sure. What's the What's the website? It's the dash other dash side dot org. Okay. And there you can find all the information about, you know, our mission, our goals, what we're trying to do with the community, um, kind of what we're trying to do with our nonprofit, which is the bigger picture of what we're doing. Yeah, I kind of, mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of want to talk a, l- a little bit more about that that part of it because, you know, what the what the you know, I, I get the connection because it's a do people yeah. pay. A cover charge to come come in, or how does that work? We have a cover on our events nights. We're yeah. we're open Thursday through Sunday. Whenever we're having an event, we do a cover just like a bar would. If we have like a band playing, we obviously have to pay the band, so we have a cover. Sure. Yeah. But um, Thursday, Friday, Sunday usually is free unless there's a band. Saturday is usually our event. But the whole goal is that we'll start getting community support and community sponsors to sponsor an event that way we can make it as cheap as possible for the community you know we don't how would how give me an how would that work like let's say uh some big uh community organization said they wanted to sponsor you know uh, june 1st which is our next event and you know they want to give us money for uh for the community coming for free that's how we would do it. Okay. So, and and if they want, if somebody wanted to do that, what, how would they go about it? Go to you, um, go to the website, or they could contact us on the website. We have everybody's name um, listed in our jobs and uh, exactly how to get a hold of us. I and uh, I myself and Chris go out and try to get uh, 
in contact with some of the bigger organizations in the community just to uh, start getting this thing going. Like who have you who have you talked to? We actually talked to uh, Killer Spin, which is a uh, ping pong or table tennis. They would kill me if I said ping pong. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's let's a table tennis. Right. Let's, yeah. let's get this straight. Yeah, it's yeah. ping pong to me, but that's all. That's, you know, I, I, <laughs> easy, I easy. Yeah, but what is it called? Killer Spin. Killer Spin. They're actually yeah. a Chicago-based organization. It's uh, table tennis. Right. They uh, do all the Olympic uh, tables and everything like that. And they got in contact with us and wanted to do uh, kind of a uh, uh, a group that would do table tennis. So they're yeah. one of the ones that we've actually gotten oh. to come through. Otherwise, uh, just other you know organizations we're starting to talk to. Like community organizations like, uh, I don't know, like the, the JCs and the Knights mm-hmm. of Columbus, that kind of organization? Or really, are you talking about companies? Companies too, like Sage, we're trying, we're yeah. hoping to get in contact with, and sure. uh, Curran, and all these yeah. other big organizations that are based in McHenry County. Okay. Just so, you know, I mean, just so we get it out there how people can get to you and who you want to talk to. So, that, yeah. so we're talking about people sponsoring events. Yeah. yeah, that's a big thing that we're we're working on right now because um, the, kind of the, the business model that we've set up with the other side is that it's almost like the face of the organization and it's, yeah. it's almost like a one big it's like a fun one big fundraiser sure. for new directions yeah help fund things that we really want to do like open a halfway house right some sort of counseling center and yeah. eventually some sort of treatment i mean our our goals are pretty high with all this stuff and um but we want with new directions we want a, a network yeah. of services you know treatment services that you know range from like prevention and awareness to to detox and treatment to you know, like aftercare and mm-hmm. just general, you know, mm-hmm. like after post sobriety services and stuff like sure. that, mm-hmm. that all work together. Mm-hmm. You know, with one organization. And, and would it be specifically? Would it be for the same population of people that are are coming to the other side, like young adults, or? No, it just be, gen- very it'd general. Be for everybody. I mean, it'd be, yeah, very similar. Yeah, I mean, when you look at like Rosecrans. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they've got. Their youth treatment, right. their adult treatment. They've got halfway male, houses. They're female. They've got their halfway houses. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we want to do the exact same thing, but yeah. a different model, right. you know, supported somewhat by the community. Mm-hmm. And um, and the other side is something that's really easy to get behind if you're a big company mm-hmm. in our community because if I were if if you if you owned a multi million dollar company in, mm-hmm. in McHenry County and I said hey will you Will you come help us? You know, this is our sober bar. It's good for the community. This is what we're trying to do. You know, will you help us fund this? Your response is you're going to be much more receptive to that than if I were to say, hey, you know, Rick, will you How about helping check? me out with yeah, a treatment to, center? I want to open a halfway house. How do you right. feel about that? Right. And, you know, there's a stigma associated with drug addiction that right. that not a lot of people want to get behind sure, or put their sure. name behind. Sure. And the other side kind of remo- removes that. Well, I mean, I, in, in like the real the real plus to what you're doing is that um you know the the, the money for, you know government money for treatment is pretty hard to come by oh it's impossible i mean pretty much non non existent i think, actually, I think at any this business point, in this state anyway yeah my personal opinion that if if you're if you're an organization that's reliant fully reliant on the state of illinois or the government for your your funding source you're going to mm-hmm. fail in the next 5 or 10 years mm-hmm. it's almost inevitable yeah just from 
And that's kind of why we started setting it up this way is because, you know, we've had personal experience with how much trouble it is to get into treatment programs if you don't have insurance and stuff like that. So, you know, if we have that community support and we have that funding from the community, it makes it easier and easier for us to, you know, get that out to people that really can't afford it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure you're aware too, but I mean, we're fully aware of the system, how it works right now and it's, it needs to be changed drastically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, something seems you know something seems right. I mean, in my opinion, anyway, about a community support organization to help support the community. You know what I mean? That, oh yeah. You know, as opposed to just just straight you know treatment and you know oh, while you're sick come get help kind of thing, but that we can help each other. Yeah, I know? mean, it would be. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it just seems like the right way yeah. to go about it. And, um, you know, you shouldn't have to be, yeah, if you have diabetes, you're not going to have to wait right. 60 days on a, on a wait list in order to get into some sort of treatment for your diabetes. If mm-hmm. you're dying from diabetes, you're going to get treatment. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. Regardless of, of mm-hmm. your insurance, mm-hmm. something's going to happen. You're going to figure it. You sure. probably get it figured out. Sure. If you're a drug addict and you're dying from drug addiction or alcoholism, you're kind of shit out of luck. Yeah. Yeah. So here's this number. Call it every day for the next sixty days. We might have a bed open. Right. Yeah. And or, there's there's other ways to do it, but I don't know if that's appropriate for our radio <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it shouldn't have to be like that. Because we don't want to give anybody any ideas that are going to come back and bite sure. me later. But yeah. I, we don't. You know. Yeah. Definitely. There's there's the system is you know got some problems, and uh, you guys got you guys got a, a unique uh, unique answer. Was there ever a point? I'm going to jump it back a little bit, but was there ever a point where you were you thought, uh, uh oh, I'm like kind of like I don't know if we can do this, or or you had any doubts, or were you always pretty much pedal to the metal from um, from the gate? I think yeah, that's what I. There were points where I was like, I don't know if we could do this, or but we were also emotionally. And like physically and financially <laughs> invested in it. Yeah. That we were gonna get it done. Yeah. And then if it failed, yeah. At least we we did yeah. our best, but we yeah. were at least gonna get it up. Yeah. And and then that was kind of all of that worry was kind of removed after, you know, we had been reached out. You know, so so many people had reached out to us and say, hey, this is this will work. Just keep yeah. going. Why do you think? What well, I mean. It, it sounds almost like uh, like like miraculous in a way that it, that it, it all it came is, together. Yeah. It is. It really is. We have very like I tell people all the time. Us as a group, we have very little to do with it. Yeah. Very little. I mean, we just show. We have no idea what we're doing. I mean, no <laughs> idea what we're doing on any of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just you know woke up each day. Kind of had a business plan. Point. Showed up. Yeah, and we didn't even know what we were doing with the business plan. The business plan like evolved. We didn't we didn't sit down in October and say, All right, we're going to um you know, we're gonna open the other side and it's gonna turn out to be a really unique way to, to raise funds and gain support from the community to help solve the drug addiction problem in McHenry County. It's not what happened. Yeah. It was like, uh-huh. oh, you know, four months later Oh, this is going to be a really different, unique way yeah. 
to help support this. And, you know, it wasn't that wasn't like our idea. None of it was our idea from the beginning. It all just morphed. Kind of How evolved along to. the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We've so, got somebody on the yeah. line here. If you want to take a, if you guys wouldn't mind, I, I, we'll see. We'll see what they have to say. If you want to have a, a, a quick question here. Sure. Let's let's light it up. All right. Yeah. <laughs> kind of excited. Is it? Are you with us? Hi, Carl. Yes. Well, thanks for calling. Go go right ahead. This is Russell T. from Ridgeville, South Carolina. Well, Russell T., how do you do, buddy? Good to hear from you. You got a question for us? You got a question? I do, I do. I'm I'm a 53-year-old kid. I was wondering if there's an age limit on, um, you know, on the other side. Actually, there's there's not. That was one of the, like, unknowns that we had going into this. Like, what demographic are going to, you know, are going to, is going to come out to our events. Yeah. And we've actually been surprised um, because we thought there was going to be like a, just a mess of teenagers show up, but mm-hmm. it wasn't the case. It was, I mean, our main age group was, you know, early 20s to 40s. I mean, and yeah. that's how it's been yeah. the past, you know, two weeks since we've been open. Most of the people that are coming out are, you know, late 20s. So 30s, Russell's 40s. 53, he can come? Yeah. I mean, there was... I guess you can come, Russ. I know, okay. I know, you don't want to know. <laughs> so, so like, if I came there and brought uh, people, we could have drinks and dance and request songs and that type of a thing? Yeah, yeah. It, think of it if you were just to go to your favorite bar and then just remove the booze from it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really... It's, cool. Yeah. Okay, does that answer Excellent. your question? It does. Thank you very much. Thank you for calling. Got it. Bye bye. Yeah, good question. I ha- I have a I have another question for you. You uh, you guys have been interviewed by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, um, are there any things that um, any things that you haven't been asked? Any things that that you think people have left out of the interviews? Like I know you've done. Like you said, you did WGN Radio. You you did. Uh, these are the the Johnny D. John, yeah, Jonathan Brammeyer. Uh, B. Yeah, in the morning. So I don't know what kind of interviews those were, and what 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 kind of things you got to ask there. Anything yeah. get left out? Um, no. Well, I, sometimes we'd like to focus more on on new directions, mm-hmm. the nonprofit, mm-hmm. than the other side. But um, you know, we just really we want support for that. You know, because yeah. that's really where our hearts are at. Sure. The other side is just really cool and mm-hmm. how that's taken place is it was like you said, it was like kind of miraculous on mm-hmm. how it all happened. But the the nonprofit, you know, given the right support and continued, you know, steam mm-hmm. could really, really make some big, you know, impact in our community. Because we have, mm-hmm. you know, people who are really motivated to yeah. do it. And yeah. they're I mean this is I mean, this is our life. I mm-hmm. mean this is what we're passionate about doing and so the more support you know we just want to you know that we just want to get out there that it is a part of a bigger organization that has much bigger goals right than just providing the sober than just doing the sober the other other, some of the other stuff that you've been doing the other talks and most of the most of the pr yeah on the other side is on the on the sober bar yeah Mm -hmm. yeah the nightclub 
without alcoholic beverages. Without alcoholic beverages. We're not calling it that. Yeah. yeah, I think you know to, to talk a little bit more about that. You know, I think we've we've you you've talked about some of the events that you've had. What do you have? What do you have coming up? Um, what do we have coming up? Well, our bike show, which should be our next big event, uh, which we're trying to work with. Uh, uh, you know, with Zach Harley and getting them involved with us and doing cool. something with them. Yeah, and then we've got, uh, we're still trying to figure out a lot, um, like what's successful, what's not successful. Um, mm-hmm. We're doing that. We've got a live hip-hop show on Saturday night. Oh, which cool. Is just coming up this Saturday Yeah, this Saturday will be like live rap hip-hop. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that should be interesting. That yeah. hasn't been done in McHenry County in a while, I'm sure. <laughs> in a while. <laughs> Ever, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Know, it took a really long while. Yeah, yeah. so where would, uh, where would people go? Did you check your, check your website for upcoming uh, upcoming events and, and things yeah, like that? Yeah, it's a mouthful. Uh, it's www.the-other-side.org. Yeah. 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 So we also we got it we got it in there twice now because yeah. we we yeah. we we well, crossed it. That's well, good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we'll, we'll say it several more left. times yet tonight. Yeah, we'll, we'll put say. a link to it on our website too, and and you know hopefully the, with all the press, you know, you know, if I just you know Google the other side and Crystal. Oh, Lake, have you can, ever Googled Sober Bar Crystal Lake? I have. I have not. If you have some free time, like <laughs> five hours, like five hours, <laughs> it's it's amazing. I mean, there's a lot there. Oh, yeah. Hundreds, hundreds, and hundreds. Like we were. What does that? What does that mean? I mean, is there there's hundreds of sober bars. Like, no, 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 it's there's That's, hundreds. Oh, okay, of all right. Bars. I got it. About, <laughs> about the other side. I haven't yeah. heard of any of these. Right. There's, I mean, there's, I, I we're putting together a marketing packet for for sponsors and everything for mm-hmm. the nonprofit, and we thought it'd be a good idea to put in all of our articles for that we've been in. So we were at the computer yesterday, like printing off these articles. And there's a and lot there of them. Hundreds that I've never even read. I mean, hundreds blogs. I mean, all over. I mean, the country. You I mean we were telling me that story? Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. There's sure. Trenton. Crazy. Trenton. Yeah. The Trenton, Trenton Times. It was like. Do you have any any idea about what what makes this different? I mean, I think you were saying earlier at the beginning of the show that. You kind of got your inspiration from a similar idea. Somebody was doing something similar. Yeah, in LA, it's been, right? yeah, it's been done. Why? Why? I've never heard of this. The, the any, anything like this. And I yeah, think it's a great idea. I don't know. What, what I think it's just really. The, uh, would you go? Sure, I'd go. Okay. Yeah, I'm like I, you know, I think it's a great idea. I think it's the concept that. Uh, sure. I, I think it's the, the fact that we have the concept. It's it's like we don't we don't care why you're sober. Um, it's just if you're sober, this is just a place to hang out, and it's mm-hmm. providing the same atmosphere um, that if you were out drinking, I guess. And it's not like diluted at all. You mm-hmm. know, we're not trying to like, because we've had people say like, well, "Aren't you worried about people being triggered?" Not really. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're if you're getting triggered by that, then, you then go to, maybe go to a twelve step program or something. I don't know, but yeah, like. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> you know, yeah. not everybody's going to be ready in a place in their recovery to maybe go to that type of setting. Right. You have like a, a hookah lounge. No, that. <laughs> or did you let that go? Or? Yeah, we let that go. That was yeah before we got our ordinance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? They, they, they didn't allow that. City's no. not a fan. Of they're not. They're not a fan of hookah lounges. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. So for Crystal Lake, no hookah lounge. Yeah. Hear that? Scratch that. Scratch. Yeah. Scratch and that. Man, that might be the reason behind it. I'm not. I'm. I don't know. Interesting. 
Yeah, I, I just got the sense that you know you you spoke really well of, of the new directions and you know maybe that it's tied to something bigger. It sounds like the one out on the west coast is probably a really cool idea, but more of just kind of a hangout. Yeah, you know, yeah, and that's a great thing, but that you have this tied into something you know to to really kind of be more of a a support to the community. Yeah, the yeah, community. yeah, and we're definitely trying to, um, you know, break that. That stigma yeah. too. So one thing that I was thinking, um, and I had heard, I had heard this. There was like when you guys first got started. I'm, I'm, I, well, I'm, I'm kind of in the, the business myself. So people are, people are calling me up, going, "What do you know about this?" You know, kind mm-hmm. of suspicious, like, "What do you know about this? Who are these people? <laughs> Can I send my kid there? Are they gonna, you know, get, you know, are they yeah. gonna, are they all, you know, dope, dope dealers, or what's going on over there? You know, and. <laughs> Well, no, no, really, I, I, I'm not kidding. I, I, I took a lot of calls. I bet, I bet you, you know, some others of us here have also had similar calls. And you know, I, I was lucky enough to have known a number of you guys before, yeah, a long yeah, time ago. Sure. So I knew that things were pretty cool. But there was a lot of angst about, oh, you know, yeah, young people starting this thing and what was it all about? Did you have to like field? Did you have to deal with that? Uh. Kind of, but it was almost like it was almost there's like this kind of like chatter and buzz yeah. around like around that there was some people were kind of talking smack about it blah, yeah. blah, blah. but when all of us who were involved with it didn't even give it two cents because we knew we knew what we were trying to do and we knew that we were going to do it right yeah and we knew it was going to be successful yeah and we didn't really care about what everybody else was like saying about it yeah so we just because we knew that. What we were trying people to are do gonna was, say what they're gonna say. Yeah, it would it really frankly. bother us because yeah. it would have bothered us if we had like some ulterior motives behind it or like if there was something you know, sketchy sure. going on, but there was none of that involved, so yeah. it was almost just like whatever. And a lot of the critics had hadn't even shown up. I mean some of the probably the biggest loudmouths about the whole thing we've caught at our parties before and then completely changed their view. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. Mean, there's so many people like, you know, who, you know, they're not so many people, but there's been people who are like, oh, this is, you know, this isn't healthy. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You guys are playing monster pong, which is like beer pong. Mm-hmm. You know, like how is that conducive to sobriety? Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. It's maybe it's not, <laughs> but you know, it's not necessarily what we're trying to do. You know, we're right. just trying to, trying to have some fun without alcohol, period. So fun without do, alcohol. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So and then I think now that people kind of see it, and we've had like live music in there, and it's like a bar, and it's a cool place to hang out. It's fun, it's nice, you know. It's and I've ta- and I've also thing. taught you yeah. guys. You have door people, right? That's good. Yeah, yeah. And you know, the people at the door are pretty careful about who you know, making sure that people don't bring things in. Yeah, that they don't we've had that. Johnny B asked me, said, "Well, how are you going to make sure that people don't bring booze in?" And like. Well, you're not going to get anything past me or Mike or anybody on the board, for yeah. sure, because um, we know every trick in the book, you know. And <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, and then we've got our door guys. And one of the things is we're going to, we're not under any illusion that that's going to be a problem we're going to run into. Like, people will show up there drunk and yeah. we'll have to deal with it. I mean, sure. that's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, it's... Uh, and or high. Something to be at the sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's going to happen. There might be a night where somebody's there who smokes some pot, and and we never know about. It. But mm-hmm. you know, we're not promoting, we're not promoting it at all. Right. It's just something. 
you know, we're going to have to deal with. So. I think on the other side of that, I mean, if you're looking at it from the perspective of like a, a sober bar versus a bar bar, which, you know, if people aren't familiar with the area, we have plenty of those yeah. really close. I mean, <laughs> 10 to 20 probably, yeah. you know, readily available. But they're going to have issues too. Yeah. You know, any place you have a venue where the public's welcome to come, for whatever reason, you know, there's always going to be, you know. An issue, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just part of the part of the package. Yeah, it's just almost, it's like focused yeah. more on us. Sure. So the one other thing I wanted to ask you, um, and then we're probably going to wrap, but um, the uh, there's there's two different, you were talking about the one not-for-profit, or are they, there's two, actually two things. One's more based on prevention, kind of a speaker's bureau. And that's what's that called? It's called Wake the Nation. Wake the Nation. Uh, I like that name. Yeah, and that's yeah. um that's head up by um uh one of the girls on our board. Her name mm-hmm. is Cassandra. Uh she lost her other the father or child to a heroin overdose. Mm-hmm. Um and she's just a huge advocate of of breaking the silence mm-hmm. on you know, drugs and alcohol and, and that it's not a big deal and or it's not in our town and like all of that stuff and right. and she does a really, really good job of putting together presentations to, you know, parents and just kids in general about mm-hmm. you know, like heroin's out there. You know, heroin's a really available drug. You know, you can become a heroin addict. It's mm-hmm. not that hard. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's it, she just gets out there and she just you know, tells the truth about it. There's no She's not diluting it at all, and I think and there's some good some high schools have been receptive to it, but there's um, that they want the the truth mm-hmm. out there, so it's been kind of cool. And some are and some aren't. Yeah, yeah. some aren't. But yeah, the ones that are are going to benefit from yeah. it. So the ones that aren't are going to be the ones that. So is there anything uh, is there anything else that you guys think that that we ought to know about what you're doing? Any other things that you want to? Throw in there to well, we're just right now we're really focused on um, getting the other side stable. Um, I mean, not that it's not stable right now, but fi- like financially in a spot to where the it's a non-issue and we can start working on another project. Yeah, um, and we're always you know looking for people to to help out because we're by no means know anything about about this, you know, mm-hmm. or creating this type of organization and we're always looking for people who are willing to help us out and mm-hmm. so things are point us in the right direction and some yeah. things and so yeah. Okay. That's, and and your website again? www.the-other-side.org. Okay. And there's also a link to donate to the other side. Okay. Or wake the nation. One or the other, correct? Okay. And we are fully registered 501c3 and everything like that. So, so tax deductible yep. if you donate. There yep. you go. And will you guys get together so that we can link to our website where yeah. that we can make that happen? Yeah, sure. sure. Will. You're the tech guy, so I yeah, just look so, at you and go, yeah, make, I'll, make, I'll it make it so. <laughs> yeah, so if you're out there, you know, check out their website, uh, you know, and, and they, people can contact you if they have, uh, you know, if people want to volunteer or, you know, that, I think that's that's a great Yeah, thing. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We, we're we're very we're volunteer based at the moment. We just have one general manager at the other side, mm-hmm. and then uh, we've been working. We've had a lot of a lot of people, but willing to volunteer. So it's been cool. And you had a pretty good uh, turnout at this last event. I yeah, heard the first party was about two fifty or so. It was about five hundred. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. So, wow. 
That's we had, a lot of people. Yeah, you we can't see a, Rick's eyes right now, but they got real big. Yeah, we pulled, uh, we <laughs> you can't pulled, see that on radio. Yeah. We, we pulled <laughs> a, a permit for the grand opening part of the city. As Chris Lake made us put a temporary use permit for the parking lot. Cause we, so we had like a block party in the parking lot and the party inside. And Jamba Juice was there. The Texan was there. Was really? Cool. Yeah. It was like catered barbecue. There was like a DJ outside. It was pretty fun. I don't know. Why, why didn't we go? No. Maybe next week. Maybe next you get next the time. Invite. Yeah. We'll Maybe for the hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm all about that. You know. You fit right in. Okay. Well. Anyway, thank you guys for coming. I really, I really appreciate it. And, uh, and, uh, you know, we, we, uh, you know, the information is good, and I hope that this helps get a little bit more out. It's not. It's like, you know, it's like you got a lot out there already. So. Yeah, it all helps. Something every time we do something like this, something comes from it. So. And I. And also, hopefully, we got to we got to talk about the the, the treatment end uh, or the not for profit end a little bit more because I know how that that's a big part of this, but yeah. maybe even yeah. a major part of it. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So thank you guys for coming, um, and uh, thank our listeners out there and our studio audience. And uh, we'll email our reminders out um, like we do every week, usually Friday. Yeah. I send out the reminders. I think I got them out Thursday this week. Uh, We're ahead of the game. We are ahead of the game. Uh, please check out recoveryinternetradio.com for all our archive shows and sign up for our email reminder list if you would like to. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Um, we want to hear from you. So, as always, live today, love yourself and your neighbor, and together we'll trudge the happy road to destiny. We hope you've enjoyed the show, and we'll see you at 8 p.m. next Sunday night.